Joining us now in our studios, we have a, a couple of special guests. Uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell is joined by uh, Malia Folland, who is the director of the Northfield Community College Association. Did I get that right? Northfield Community College Collaborative. Collaborative. Okay. Or we call it the NCCC just because it's such a mouthful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. There you go. Hey, Mayor, works. thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks, Jeff, for all that you do. Well, I mean, for how many years KYMN has been here? consistently every single day like what do they do like when you get sick you know i mean just the consistent you know uh providing of information for our community hosting people bringing in quality content and and delivering quality content out there that's free open accessible to anybody who wants to access it at any time of day so thank you always out there you're welcome thank you for the kind words yeah well it is truly meant i don't think we appreciate it enough here in our community but you all are doing such a great job here thank you thank you yeah. much appreciated yeah. uh, let's let's talk about the uh, Northfield Alliance for substance abuse prevention yeah boy that's uh, and, uh yeah that, that really <laughs> is no Rhonda emailed me I, I thought boy yep there's, there's got to be some acronyms <laughs> that yeah. we can use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we call it Norfield ASAP for short. And that was primarily, I think it had a previous name when uh, the Border Commission was originally created. And that was probably back during Mayor Lansing's time in office. So prior to my time, over 15 years ago, really created to help address youth substance abuse. And in, youth. And yeah. use yeah. in the community and just a way to proactively engage with our young people and ensure that they have a community here that is really a great place for them to grow and evolve and uh, and with that lens of use, substance abuse and use. So anyway, so Malia Fallen has been doing such an amazing job not only with Northfield Community College Collaborative, which is, that's new, but really has been around for some time working with our youth on boards, which has now been turned over to Martha Lundin, who is also doing an amazing job. But uh, Malia's been there for our youth on boards and also been the staff liaison for the city of Northfield. Uh, once we created that board as an official board that's like not temporary it's not going away we think that the the work that you're doing here is really important and we want you to continue it so Malia Fallon uh, really helps to guide that border commission along with officer Crombie I saw him drive by here this morning <laughs> Gabriel Crombie is our uh, school resource officer school resource officer and I see him at our schools every morning doing just a great job. Our police department partners with our school district to ensure that we have an officer that is just really building quality relationships with kids throughout the school system. And I know they're doing D.A.R.E. currently over at Bridgewater and potentially other schools. I know they have their, their schedule that they go through there. But just a partnership here to ensure that our youth have a great place to grow in is just wonderful. So Norfield ASAP is uh, one of those boards and commissions. And so I really wanted to ask uh, Malia if she could help highlight some of the work that they're doing. Because some of us as parents get to see it and receive that information, but not everybody else knows. So let's, uh, why don't we start off with uh, just asking about your, your affiliation? How did this whole thing get started for you? 
Um, so working with Northfield ASAP. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm an employee of Healthy Community Initiative. I've worked for Healthy Community Initiative since about 2014. So I've been there quite a long time. And um, I started off doing youth engagement work. So when the city um, invested heavily in the Youth on Boards program, and they asked Healthy Community Initiative to come alongside and be the organization that really kind of ran that, that program. And um, that's where I started. And so I was working with youth as they served on city boards and commissions and then throughout the community. And um, Northfield ASAP is a commission of the city, as as Rhonda said, but it has 11 members and four of those are youth members. And so I was interacting with those students quite frequently anyways. And and then um, when there was some turnover at who that um, liaison would be, I stepped into the role Mm -hmm. just because I was working with the youth anyways. Well, let's talk about uh, the uh, Northfield ASAP. Uh, I want to remember that one. Yes. Uh, It's a mouthful, but uh, Northfield ASAP, uh, what what, what do you do? Tell us about uh, what the... Purpose. I guess association, yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, is about. Yeah, so I think as Rhonda was saying, it's unique, and if you look around to other cities in our community and our state, not many cities put this type of emphasis on saying what can we do to make a healthy environment for our youth, and part of that is keeping parents aware of what substance abuse looks like for youth and what you can do to prevent it, and so that's really what our focus is. Our focus is like prevention and awareness around substance, substance use in youth particularly. Um, We have, we run lots of different campaigns throughout the year. They're really informational campaigns and then we'll get involved in something when it's coming before the city council or we're going to be working with the county, county commissioners um, because so a couple years ago, I think before COVID, we did um, Tobacco 21, uh, where we went in front of the city and said, we want to make sure that, um, you know, with the legal age to purchase tobacco in our city was raised to 21. We did that. The state did it, I think, maybe four months later. <laughs> but we were there first. Um, and then now Rice County, they haven't updated their tobacco laws for 24 years. So Northfield ASAP is supporting them in that work of um, updating their their tobacco policy. So 24 years ago, there weren't things such as vapes, there wasn't the flavors, et cetera. So we're Mm -hmm. working with them. So we do some type of that kind of like legislative advocacy type of work as well, but primarily it's information. Yeah, let's and let's talk about that uh, educational aspect Mm -hmm. of uh, uh, of the group. Um, is there a particular age where kids start to realize, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this is a, an issue? Do you focus on certain age groups? We really focus middle school to high school. It's okay. really where our primary focus is um, with the education piece. And so for a long time, um, and people will recognize this if they grew up in Northfield or have had kids in Northfield, we ran the most campaign. So you'll, you would see posters, most kids don't so to try and um, it's a social norms campaign to try and make kids realize that most of their peers are not drinking most mm-hmm. of their peers and we'd use um, data from the Minnesota student survey to create the, that um, advertising or, the, or those messages so that we so we've done that campaign for a long time to just kind of social norm that most most of your peers, most of your friends are not using alcohol. They're not smoking. They're not vaping. They're not doing those things that, that sometimes get overplayed 
of how many kids are using. That's that's interesting. The uh, uh, the moral aspect of it, uh, uh, you, and the more A's um, you have, uh, I would imagine you ha- probably have some type of. Uh, information that you get some studies some some background work from on maybe more of a regional or national level is would that be true where do you, where do you get the information so from and- as i said we use the minnesota student survey which is done every three years and that's kind of our norming that we do um around where kids report their own usage so that's our norming and then there's a federal organization called SAMHSA mental health substance abuse uh I forget that first SA it's S-A-M-H-S-A but um they do a lot of um research they're publishing research all the time it's a federal organization that we use quite Mm -hmm. extensively what is, you know, with, with those, uh, if it's a federal agency, I would imagine mm-hmm. there's going to be uh, studies conducted to see mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, 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 are we getting more effective at this? Are we getting better mm-hmm. at it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good question. Society changes is, uh, and yeah. continues to evolve, you know, so it's yeah. kind of a whack-a-mole type situation at times. It, it feels like a whack-a-mole situation a lot um, because a, how, information is consumed is changes all the time right so when this was started social media wasn't as big not every middle schooler or high school had a had a device in their hand that they're getting information all the time you know Mm -hmm. so that's changed a lot we do a lot we try and do a lot more social media pushes and try and reach students that way and then also reach parents that way as well because that's how people are getting their information however we still believe that like the good old in your mailbox postcard where something lands on your counter and you look at it once and then you might look at it again Mm -hmm. is worthwhile. And we, we do a lot of that. Um, the other messaging we do, and I was just talking with Rhonda about this just a minute ago, is that, um, if you go into a bathroom, like at Cub or Family Fair or some of our restaurants here, you'll see posters up that have information about call 911 when someone's in trouble or how to use naloxone or, or, um, Steve's law or the social host ordinance and that's something that Northfield Alliance for Substance Abuse Prevention does so we call it the stalls campaign so when you're in those bathrooms you get that information so we try and figure out different ways to get information out there I suppose that's a pretty good place to (laughs) put information Uh, let's uh, you know let's talk about kind of when when they get through uh, and and there are people that uh, you know Mm -hmm. develop some type of uh, substance abuse issue the resources do you provide resources for that or you just kind of steer them in another direction we steer them in another direction and northfield asap is prevention we're not treatment so we're the northfield alliance for substance abuse prevention we're not treatment so um treatment options are tough um beds are are scarce um but we work with it with the school we work with the, the nurses the school psychologists the counselors to try and help students and families find those places where they can get those get those um, supports. You're working in the schools, I would imagine, is, uh, is a pretty big task. But what about the summertime? Uh, do you, uh, is the, the campaigns, I, I suppose the stalls campaign uh, <laughs> is year round, yeah. but uh, are there busy times a year for you? Yeah, we're coming up on a busy time of year for us. We, we in for Northfield, the Northfield ASAP calls it the um, celebration season. So kind of kicks off with prom graduation and all those graduation parties we Mm -hmm. feel that that is a really um important time to get messaging out there um as kids are moving on to that next phase and so we we're pretty um 
we do a lot in that time frame. There's a program or a campaign that the students on Northfield ISAP do themselves in the school. It's called the Be Safe, Be Sober campaign. And they ask students to sign a pledge that they'll be, they'll be sober. They'll remain sober during that um, time frame, during that celebration season. And then we also send letters out to families, to parents directly, just, you know, reminding them of what it's, what it means to be a, a host and what the social host ordinance laws are and um, how they can protect their children during that time. All right. Uh, once again, uh, Malia Folland is with us. She is the uh, director of the Northfield Community College Collaboration, which I want to talk about in, in just a moment or so. But uh, any final words on Northfield ASAP? Well, I, I think I would go back to just um, a, a real feeling of gratitude that the city um, has put youth first in so many ways in our community. And this is another way where they're really saying the health of our health of our youth is important. They put resources towards this work. So um, I just, I think it's really commendable and it's, it's unique. So. Yep. All right. I couldn't agree more. All right. I mean, our youth are our next generation of leaders. I mean, and Norfield has almost half the population is young people under the age of 24. So for a community like ours to really take uh, youth um, growth and involvement and over their younger years like that seriously and try to impact, encourage, be there to mentor, guide uh, seriously in a really productive in ways in prevention is is a really great way uh, to do that. So I'm just really grateful as well for leaders that predated me that saw that there was an important need here that needed to be met and Healthy Community Initiative is an excellent partner just doing great work throughout the community. So I'm just really grateful that we have them as well to partner with to help uh, take this work to the next level. So... All right, once again, uh, Northfield ASAP is Northfield Alliance for Substance Abuse Prevention. Let, yes. let, let's move on because you're the director of the uh, Community College Collaborative as well, and that's another uh, program that Northfield has. That I don't know if that's unique or not, but it's uh, a really interesting uh, program. Uh, why don't we start off by just telling people who aren't familiar with it what it is? Yeah, it is a very unique program. My understanding is that we're one of two in the entire state of Minnesota. There's another one up um, in the Iron Range area. So what it is, is we... Um, Healthy Community Initiative recognized that for some of our students, going away to college was just a barrier that was really tough for them to get over. So um, whether it's that, that they were first generation and they didn't understand what college looked like, um, transportation, there are a myriad of reasons why going away to college um, and taking post-secondary classes didn't work. So in 2018, we just we started this community college collaborative, and we have a partnership with Riverland Community College, and they send their professors here to Northfield, and we offer classes in the evening. And so we have, um, it's not a full college course, but we offer um, about nine to 10 different classes every year where students can take them here in Northfield. They never leave our community. They can work full time. Classes are in the evening for, from six to nine, so they can work a full day and then come and work towards getting their associate's degree or finishing a transfer pathway to go on and get their bachelor's degree. And so it, again, it's it's a unique offering um, in that we provide space and we provide supports for them 
athletes so that they can do this, but they are actually Riverland students. They're getting a degree from Riverland Community College. Yeah, I just like that. You know, there was, you mentioned there's a myriad of reasons, uh, and every student is different. I'm yeah. sure each one has... Uh, their own story to tell. But let, let's talk about some of the courses. Are, are these mm-hmm. like basic courses um, that, uh, you know, require basic required uh, courses yeah. that uh, people so would need? W- we, we design our class schedule so that um, a student would ha- have the opportunity to get an associate of arts degree. So by taking courses just here. So it's those general courses, um, psych, develop, you know, psych courses, sociology courses, math courses, comp courses, um, interpersonal communications. And then we also have a couple different pathways, um, career pathways, where we're working with students that have identified what they really want to do. And our first one is the peace officer pathway. So they're working to get their law enforcement degree. And they take a lot of their courses here. And then at the very end, they have to transfer to the Austin campus for Riverland because we can't do the skills training here. We just don't have the simulators mm-hmm. or the gun ranges. So they, mm-hmm. they finish up at Austin Community college or the Austin campus of Riverland Community College but they can take the majority of their classes to get their their law enforcement degree here the other pathway that we work closely with the school with is those that are interested in teaching so um, we work with the school they have a grow your own um, scholarship so we're working to try and help increase diversity in our teaching population here and so we have students that are part of that program they, again, take their general courses here, but they're working towards a transfer pathway to go to a four-year school and get their teaching degree. So we, we support those two nice. pathways as well as kind of getting your um, general associates of arts degree. Do you have a now, I think if people think of college students, they think of teenagers, yeah. like 19, 20 years yeah. old. Do you have people of all ages taking absolutely. these? Absolutely, absolutely. I think our um, oldest student right now is in their late 50s. And again, we have people coming for a myriad of of reasons. Um, whether they're new to country, they might have had some degree in, in the con- their country of origin, and they're looking to take classes to get a degree here to open up more job opportunities for them. Um, they might have tried school, and then something in their life changed, and they had to leave school, and now they're coming back to it. Um, one thing that we do offer, so the, we offer these courses, but really the, our, our bread and butter is in the support that we give students and our help in decreasing those barriers. And so one of the barriers that we really um, noticed was a problem for a lot of our students is if you're a parent, particularly if you're a single parent, college becomes unattainable because you can't go to those classes. You're working full time. You're trying to, you know, your money might be an issue. And so child care becomes an issue. And so we offer child care in the evenings during our classes. Nice. So if you're a single parent, you can bring bring your child and they will be cared for while you're at class. Well, so. that's that's a cool thing. That yeah. uh, that does a difference maker, yeah. I would imagine, for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, and it varies every night on how many kids we have. The most we've had is eight, but sometimes we have zero, sometimes we have one. It just depends on who's taking the classes, but it can be a difference maker. So we do that. We um, We have two... Um, employees or two student sports specialists who just understand the post-secondary system really well. They help them, help students 
um, do their degree audits, understand which classes they need to take, understand where they could transfer or if they want to transfer, um, help them with FAFSA, help them with their taxes. Um, we cover, we do our best to cover last dollar tuition. So a lot of our students um, qualify for full Pell grants um, and financial aid, but there is still that last dollar amount, which might be a barrier. So we, we do a lot of work going out finding grants to cover that last dollar tuition so that students can take these classes um, without a financial burden. And then we um, also offer free meals in the evening. We partner with St. Olaf and Carlton to do their food recovery program. So we have meals for the students before they come in for class. We have tutoring. So we're really trying to identify what a barrier might be to post-secondary education and find a way to help a student overcome mm -hmm. that. Yeah, boy, fascinating. Yeah, so as a mom of a lot of young people, right? <laughs> okay, not a lot, just five. <laughs> just five, just five. But they're not young either. <laughs> no, they're not. They're all older and they're all taller than me too, you know? I'm like the short one. But, the, but you have college-age kids. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And so just living this over the past, I don't know, 10 years, you know, as my kids have all worked their way through the system, I mean, I know that young people sometimes go off to school college or tech or whatever and then find out like you know is this just not working for me and so then they they choose not to continue on and then they're in this this it's like a vacuum where it's like the support is not there there is no longer a guidance counselor at the high school because they're not in high school but they're in their younger 20s and they're trying to figure out okay well if I don't want to do that then what do I want to do where's the assistance and sometimes these huge bureaucracies are like very difficult to find your way through to help get back on a pathway so that you can find what you really want to do, get that degree, and get into the workforce. I mean, it's, I think the days where, and we still do, we ask our young people at the ripe old age of 18, <laughs> oh, you must know what you want to do for the next 50 years now, right? I mean, it's just kind of crazy. And, and so helping that, there is a, a, a group of young people, right, that can sometimes fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really grateful. Again, this is a tremendous resource for our community. And I'm guessing that there are a lot of young people out there that don't, and families, that don't yet know that this is available to them if they're a young person or an, an young adult themselves. Anybody that's interested in post-secondary yeah, education, yeah. really. That if they have not found their way or if they want to go and choose a different career pathway, that this resource is available right here in our community at the NCRC, just adjacent uh, to the high school building there is just a tremendous resource. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. Uh, once again, we're talking with Mayor Pownell and also uh, Malia Folland about the uh, Northfield Community College Collaborative right now. Let's let's look uh, in the future. Um, 
What's on the horizon? What do you see coming up as far as uh, the collaborative goes? Well, I think one of the biggest things that will be a change for um, not just our students, but for for a lot of students in uh, Minnesota is last year, the legislature passed the Minnesota North Stars program. And what that program is, is that if your family, your adjusted gross income for your family is $80,000 or less, um, tuition and fees are going to be waived at a Minnesota State school for you. So this that's a big change for our students. So um, that will be up to 60 credits for an associate's degree, up to 120 credits for a bachelor's degree. Should be should cost zero dollars to for the for the classes and the fees. You know, it's not covering room and board or textbooks, um, but that is going to be free at any Minnesota State School and the University of Minnesota system. When does yeah. that take effect? It's supposed to start this fall. This fall. Yeah. All right. So, well, that, that's another yeah. barrier breaker. Right yeah, there. it's a huge barrier breaker. And so for anyone that's listening mm-hmm. and, and yes. is interested in this, the, um, you have to fill out your FAFSA, which is the free application for federal student aid. And um, if you Google FAFSA, it'll send you to the right way, but that's how it's going to be administered is based on the FAFSA. So everybody has to fill that out if wow. they're interested. So that when I, when I look forward, I think that is going to be a big change for our students um, or for all students here in Minnesota. It has the potential to really change lives. Um, and then I think... Um, we're still kind of trying to figure out we've we've changed some of our funding um streams or looked for different funding streams over the last six months because we're noticing that a lot of our students are very entrepreneurial they're really interested in starting their own business they're interested in taking business classes and the grants we had been receiving really were more towards um social service kind of pathways Mm -hmm supporting students that were interested in going into nursing or teaching or, you know, therapy, those kinds of things, law enforcement. Um, So we've worked really hard to try and find funding for students that are interested in that business, um, starting their own business, taking business classes, being entrepreneurial. And so um, we're really excited that we're able to support those students in a a deeper way um, because we see that area growing a lot. Boy, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. The time has flown right by. Yeah. <laughs> is there, a, we have time for about another minute or so. Is there anything else we should know about either of the programs, the uh, NA, Northfield ASAP or the NCCC? Yeah. So I would just plug the NCCC's website, which is northfieldccc.org. And if you go on there and if you have interest, there's a form you fill out and one of our student support specialists will be in touch and we'll, we'll set up an appointment to talk to you about what your interests are. And then we didn't touch on this. Um, Northfield ASAP, one thing we're really working hard on is with the, the change with the cannabis legislation. We're trying to get information out there to families um, about um, cannabis and marijuana and the effects it has on a teenage brain and um, usage. So that's one thing. So there are postcards going out. We'll continue that, um, that campaign as that office gets up and running in the state and we understand more what that's going to look like, legalized yeah. cannabis right. here in the state. And I would just say, too, we're always, I mean, we're not in that season of necessarily recruiting for boards and commissions currently. I mean, we have a full board uh, for Northfield ASAP. But if you have an interest in this type of issues or care about our youth and want to give back in this way, uh, submit an application to serve on Northfield ASAP. 
We're always looking for great people that want to make a difference, and this is one of the ways that you can do that. So. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you both for coming in today. Much appreciated. Some yeah. good information passed along. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. As Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell, along with uh, Malia Fallen, who is with uh, the Northfield Community College Collaborative, the director of that uh, uh, collaborative, and also with Northfield Alliance for Substance Abuse Prevention.